0: And it's taken. and now it's resident's cell witness
1: To All Hill Unicron episode 11. That is the number one, followed by another number one, and followed by a very long five minute number two. I'm your host, Oscar Alonso, and joining me here to my left is the only person joining me here tonight because Matthew is out and Robert is out faking a back injury. <laughs> he doesn't even do anything. The one, the only mad doctor himself, like I would probably cause Robert to get his back injured, Mr. T2RX6 Justin, and that's yeah. my wife yelling at her dog.
2: I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, about two ones and then taking a number two. I just, I'm taking a number two right now, as we're... No,
1: nope, we're eating. right on your phone, too. He's recording this from his cell phone in his bathroom.
2: Exactly. I, I definitely sit on the toilet recording, so... Um, the entire time.
1: hmm mm-hmm. When audio well, quality looks at-
2: sounds weird, just let me know. I'll, I'll flush, so...
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably the stench, uh, when he's, you know,
2: encompassing the uh, microphone, so...
1: Especially when he's struggling to push something out. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> God goddamn Golden Corral buffet. Uh, yeah, so it's been a crazy. So I want to apologize to really because a, a few people have reached out. Last week, last show, um, I had to cut out like 30 minutes into it. I believe it's the 30-minute, 10-second mark. If you listened to last week's episode, you will hear sounds. And uh, I've answered a few questions of the people that commented on our YouTube page, people that PN'd me. Um, that is, in fact, gunfire. What happened was there was a drive by shooting in the block behind mine and to the house to my immediate right behind mine. Um, Two people were hurt. Unfortunately, one passed on. The other was released from the hospital later on that same evening. They have not caught the perpetrators. Uh, So, and and it's unfortunate, man, you know. But what I will say, my wife and I laugh about this is, is like a champ when that was all going on, all I could do was duck and move the microphone down with me. So I could keep doing the show. (laughs) And what made me get up was I heard my wife gasp, and I feared the worst, obviously. That's when the worst scenario hits. Um, But she was fine. She was a little shaken. You know, uh, there was police, uh, people crying for help. We called 911. Um, We weren't the first people calling about that sound uh, from our neighborhood. So, you know, we weren't the first call made. Um, I did give them my information in case they needed to ask any questions. Not that I can help, you know. All I do is remember it was nine zero four when I got off the phone with nine one one, and you know, and it's it, it, growing up where I came from in Jersey. I would hear it on occasion, you know. Um, and and it, and you know, it is what it is. You know, especially in the neighborhood I grew up in, it wasn't like a, a war zone, but yeah, you know, there was just times where my mom wouldn't let me or my sister leave the house at all whatsoever so yeah but uh you know the police are doing their job their jobs it hasn't happened since you know the other day there were cops on that same block but that's because they pulled someone over so you know um that's about it i, I do appreciate people's concerns for reaching out um, i'm fine you know so is the wife, those so are dogs um, you know, it was and it, it's calm, and my nephew had his first weekend over here, Justin. You know, and guess what? My nephew spent doing the entire time he was here.
2: What did he do
1: playing Fortnite?
2: <laughs> so it's like, actually, actually, I think I know that.
1: Uh, I think Adele's Like, oh, Oscar's on.
0: <laughs> that was my nephew,
1: that was yeah. my nephew, and and then, of course, like, so the way I have my little set set up, right, is if you're sitting in my office chair and you're facing the TV, to the left is the desk where the laptop is and the microphone and my iPad and you know, and in front is the TV with the PlayStation 4, and so I had the controller, and then I had the headset I use when I talk because sometimes we play with each mm. other on my, that sounded weird. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we play together. Um like on. Fortnite or tell, tell or tell I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not that man anymore. I don't need the money that bad. No, I make I make good, honest money right now. Okay. Shut sure. <laughs> up. Um <clears throat> uh, and also a big uh, belated birthday to my brother from another mother. I grew up with this guy, my friend Sam Salter. Uh, his birthday was on uh, the thirteenth. And I was like, hey, man, happy belated birthday. I hope you and your family had a great day. And he replies back with, thanks, man. Aiden, that's his son, who's like two, was sick, so had to cancel plans. But he pissed in the toilet today, so I take my victories where I find them." (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was it was just weird because like I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, I gotta watch him, so I won't be able to do this, this, and this around the house. But no, he was as soon as he sat his ass in front of the television, started playing Fortnite, which I'm not crazy about. You know, Mm -hmm. I did take care of all the house errands. I had to install a new towel rack in our bathroom because the old one was like cheaply installed. And and today I learned that they make LED lights for the house Mm -hmm. because I'm so out of touch. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the LED light in the kitchen went out yesterday. So I'm Googling, you know, I took a photo of the LED light and I'm looking it up and it's like, they all, they all say the same thing, right? You you either replace it all together, which they're cheap, you know, they're a dime a dozen or like fucking 20 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Or you replace this card, this like weird box that goes in the back of the LED display and you still have to take it down and disconnect it. Through. It just seems dumb to go out of, out of my way. So I'm just going to buy a new one, you know, and. I have my first vacation in a good long while since last May coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, which means I have a drop coming, my friend. Very nice. You know, uh, but yeah, so that that's, that's, that's going to hit. I'm going to collect my Super 7 Turtles. All four of them will be here. Um, so that's part of the stuff. But anyway, uh, I guess we get to anybody get anything. There's only two of us. Justin, what you get this week? Uh, I'll wait for Robert first. Okay, let's all wait for Robert.
2: Alright, I guess he's not going to go. Whatever, selfish bastard. Oh,
1: Gabagoo, my back. Oh, there, Mozzarella. Oh, my God, ass and poop jokes. Oh, damn. Oh, damn.
2: So, what did I get this week? I did get some things this week. I got from, let's start with Hasbro Toy Shop first. Uh, they delivered the reissue classic series, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, basically, original. I mean, I guess original G1, uh, original three and our yeah three and three quarter inch uh, GI Joe is not original GI Joe's because that's way older. Um, but they had reissued Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and Storm Shadow is one of those figures I like. I have an original Snake Eyes, but I always wanted original Storm Shadow, and I could never find one for a decent price that wasn't like horrendously yellowed um so when hasbro announced this i was like oh yeah i'm in okay cool all right, all right. so cool. Uh, i got them probably just gonna keep them on their card because i just don't feel like i need to open them at this point in my life i guess um yeah so yeah i got those uh i got a tcp drop uh you know how that goes um, yeah what'd you get so I got Robert's favorite, uh, McFan's Toys Steel Ambition, which is the uh, Astro Train. And I was like, nice. holy shit, it's an Astro Train that's actually fun to transform into both modes um, and looks good in all three modes, too. I was I was very impressed with that, with Astro Train. Um, that's great. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to like I got their, um, what is it, uh, Blitzwing and Tanker slash, what the hell is his name? Octane octane yes octane yeah. yeah um i got him coming All right, i got him pre-ordered i guess so i just gotta get him back in stock um so i'm really looking forward to that because like i was super surprised by how good um Astro train turned out like it's just a lot of fun to transform back and forth like nothing feels scary it works like it, it's a super nice figure um cool very so, cool and, and it's like 30 bucks it's like you cannot beat the price you know it's like so um, and I think, it, you know, for me, it scales just fine with my new age stuff, because, like, I feel like Astro Train should be on the bigger side, so he's, like, a little yeah. bit smaller than Ultra Magnus. I'm like, that's fine. I'm good with that. Like, that makes sense I, to me.
1: I, I totally agree. I always think, like, the triple changer should be a little bigger due to what they're able to do.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: You know? Like, it. I... I I kind of understand guys' characters like you know um, Overlord being a little bigger than the others because he has a base mode and stuff, but as far as characters like Astrotrain and Blitzwing and Octane, they they should be a little larger in scale because of their abilities to change, especially when they have mass shifting.
2: Exactly. So I was totally fine with with him being bigger, and I think he I think he looks nice. He's not like ridiculous. Like if he was maybe if he was bigger than than Ultra Magnus, I'd feel weird about it. But he's not. He he totally works yeah. for me. So. Um, that's awesome definitely well made um i got the x trans Joe jocund which is their groove i've transformed him he is a little bit of a pain to transform i think that's more so and and this is a theme that i'm noticing with a lot of things the instructions kind of suck on a lot of these toys anymore like they're just not super clear uh, like because for whatever reason nobody wants to give a good instruction book or whatever anymore they want to give like an instruction book and like kind of tiny pictures and like Joe Cun's better than some of the figures that have been out there, but like, it's still real confusing. You know, sometimes you look at a picture like they want me to move this. How? And like, you know, uh, the X trans bots, like they have the picture and then they have something. They have like a little piece of text, like move this 180 degrees. I'm like, uh, that doesn't seem to want to move that way. You know, things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like, uh specifically it was like the hands felt like they were not going in the right place and so uh, i just ended up looking at a picture of of him online i'm like yeah that's okay that makes sense where the hand should be it doesn't seem like that's what the instructions are telling me to do but okay i can do that and uh yeah he's super nice looking motorcycle mode like the robot is it's okay there's some things i don't love about the robot but honestly um compared to like i feel like with groove it's like one or the other you're gonna get right and this at least gets both of them mostly right i would say like motorcycle completely robot like 90 i would say for me yeah so good enough yeah um, i don't let's see i got new age jones which is uh Beachcomber. Nice. haven't opened him so can't can't say anything about him the
1: mmc So medicates. i have a question what's that I have a question about yeah, New Age Jones. So do you, do you think his name stems from like in for a good time type of thing? Because he's like mm. the hippie robot. Oh, or man. is it the Jim Jones because his face sculpt has like the big glasses <laughs> I, Jim I Jones actually, was known for
2: wearing? I actually uh, had, when you had said, started asking about the names, so that's the first thing that came into my head is Jim Jones.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> and for those uneducated as to who he is, the the old phrase, you'll hear a cliche drop from people once in a while. Oh, it looks like you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. It comes because the Jim Jones was basically a cult leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, he convinced a lot of his followers to drink this poison Kool-Aid. And it was like the biggest mass suicide in American history. Like mm-hmm. it hasn't been topped yet. Um, so, yeah, that's why Like I always wonder, like, why give him that name? Mm-hmm. Like especially – then I look at his face and I'm like <sighs> –
2: you can see it. You can definitely see it. Yeah. Wow. Is uh, that like the East
1: telling the West to fuck right off? You yeah. know, like, oh, we don't care. You're going to buy anyway, loser. Ha, 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 ha.
2: I kind of cool wouldn't be surprised. So, um, yeah. that, when you said, when you said, when you brought it up, where Jones come from, like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. And his uh, his advisor most definitely is yeah. very much Jim Jones. So, I don't know, but I feel like it's suspect, right? So,
1: yeah, very. Yeah. Very. So, uh, <laughs> so you ain't messed with him yet then.
2: No, I haven't opened him yet. So I have a couple of okay. things on the list that I haven't messed with and, uh, we'll get to him in time. Okay. In time. So, uh, I opened the MMC first aid, uh, Medicus, oh, and he's let me cool. hear this. I like him. Um, I like both his modes. I was really happy to have that little ambulance that I've always loved from my childhood years and like really nice, you know, third party MP scale. Um, <sighs> So it's nice I, I i still am hesitant on Defensor, how he's gonna turn out but at least first aid seems nice so uh right we'll go from there uh okay. i got the tfc tyrant which is the dominator megatron gi oh. joe crossover uh yeah. i have not opened him so i have no comments on him mm. uh, i got new age david um who is optimus prime and he is cool uh, i hate his trailer i think his trailer is trash um they should have done more with his trailer um when you compare it to things like the hybrid style and things that have come before it like the trailer seems so cheap and i'm like was the is the trailer the justification for the price because i feel like it's f- it'd probably be fair to pay like 50 60 for optimus but like like this guy's like what is he like 110 something like that like
1: yeah, and and here's the thing. Like I saw him on the Chosen Prime posted just the figure for like eighty, mm-hmm. which isn't awful.
2: It is. It's it's a little steep, but it's not awful. But the trailer is not worth like thirty dollars. Like it seems small. It's not. Like when you when you open up the back doors, like they the ramp like folds. You hey, know. It flips all the way up and in, so it doesn't like you can't store something in there without pulling something out and then flipping the, the ramp out. And I'm like, that is a fucking stupid design. And then like, yeah. it's not even long enough to touch the ground. I'm like, okay, like this fucking stupid. You know, like nothing about the trailer feels like it's a 30 or $40 piece at all. Like it just feels really junky. Um...
1: I would imagine. I mean, like I have the magic square. i and, here, and here's my thing right so i think i paid like 70 for mm-hmm. the prime and magic the magic square prime i got them off the chosen prime
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i think i paid something like 70 for them i got the regular colors i didn't need the metallic paint finish mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. you know I'm, I'm more of a this, this is you know the cartoon didn't have a metallic painting finish so yeah. um it is a great figure but every Optimus prime i had it's like pulled out the figure with one hand Trailer goes out with the other hand, and it goes into a closet somewhere.
2: Yep, exactly. I mean, I didn't And I
1: never understand. see it or mess with it again.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: have no need to display him. When I bought MP10 at Toys R Us for the same price that New Age Henry is going mm-hmm. for. Again, MP10 in one hand, trailer closed up, secured, all the shit was in it, and I put that in a closet somewhere. Like, it, it stood on top of one shelf for, like, ever until they collected, like, a fat layer of dust. Yeah. So it, it made no sense for me to have it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so like yeah. I don't know. It, it's I, everyone's I prerogative. I understand, like some people, are like oh, that, but a trailer, man. It's it's optimal. Yeah, I fucking get it, dude. But it's not that big of a deal for me. You're not yeah. gonna sell me on the fact I need this, freaking especially legend scale. This like seven, what was it, six, seven inches of plastic that just yeah, yeah. sits there.
2: Yeah, you U- know, ultimately, like, ultimately for me, I think one of the things I want to do is try to figure out how to make an adapter for him so I can use some other Prime's trailer because like it's just. Like, if I'm going to have him in truck mode, he needs a better trailer than, than yeah. that, you know? And, like, yeah, you're right. Like, if he's in robot mode, you're never going to look at that trailer again, you know? Like, yeah. I think of how many Primes I've gotten in this house that the trailers are sitting in a box in the closet. So, yeah, no, no, I, no. I, I totally agree. And, honestly, if I was going to make a recommendation to anyone who, who is looking for Optimus Prime, um i still think that the prop sky pillar uh which i think is uh hot soldiers yeah hot soldiers is better like honestly like everything about that prime i enjoy better um i like the transformation better the only thing i think new age does better is the head sculpt um yeah but like the trailer is better the prime itself like i I don't know i don't know it's just that's just my feeling on it. I, w- I would recommend that, and it's it's way cheaper than than the New Age one. So um, I will say bonus points, though, that I did not expect the Optimus Prime to have a different transformation on the legs than Ultra Magnus. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise, I oh, guess. Oh, okay. But ultimately, disappointed. Um, not really mm. what I was, was hoping for. mean, um, sell that shit. But, yeah, I'll, I'll keep them. But, you know, it's just... it's. If I was going to do it again knowing what I know now, I probably would not have bothered. So Yeah. Definitely um, understand. Yeah, so I got the Robot Paradise uh, cassettes. I have not opened them, but, you know, they're cassettes. Uh, I got the Fans Hobby uh, cab, their uh, Headmaster Junior Fire Truck. He's cool. Mm-hmm. I like him. No nice. problems there. Um, let's Very see. Nice. Let's... Two things I got is the Mood Studios, Iceland, and Dark Knight. And I don't know which one is which character. I think Dark Knight is Shuki, I think, the blue train. Uh, that's the only one I've opened. And he is a fucking pain in the ass to mess with. I've, I did not enjoy my time with him, so I have not opened the other one. Matt says the other one is better and easier to transform and everything. Um, but the first one, I was like, eh. I mean, like, I, I like the figure. I think the train's cool, and it's weird because pictures of the train look really small. And in person, I feel like the train does not look super small as some of the pictures seem to come come by. So I think it's, I mean, it is small. It, it's it, it is a little truncated, but like it doesn't look it in person. It's only when you see it in pictures and stuff or see it against a, another another version. So in person, it looks nice, but it was not fun to mess with and. That was, like, the first thing I would open, so I'm pretty sure that had the instructions that I'm like, little tiny, like, magnifying glass eye squares, but um, I would need to double-check that, but, yeah, that, like, that, that type of stuff really bothers me. I'm getting old. I can't see things as well as I could anymore, you know, so I need to see what I'm supposed to be moving, and the pictures just suck, so. Yeah. But that's all I got, so, uh, Oscar, presumably you have not gotten anything yet. You said you have your drop
1: coming. Um, it's on its way. Anyway.
2: Did you get anything this week?
1: It'll be coming on Friday. Right. I'll be getting a retro. No,
2: no, 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 no.
0: don't spoil no.
1: it. No, no, fuck that. I'll forget by two weeks, next two weeks when we record the next episode. So I'm saying right. it now. I don't care. Right. Maybe repeat. I will be getting MP Skywork. Nice. so my seekers will be complete. Takara. Um, I was gonna go for that. Uh, I forgot their name. They do the. They're doing a the knockoff versions that supposedly are better. Uh. I know it. I forgot talking their about. name. Ah, oh, God, it's I so could I just search. I was
2: talking it. about them with uh someone last week. I can't remember. I it's it's I don't know. Tra- like transformation boost is that right? I don't know. No, they were talking about it with Paul. Let me let me go back and look.
1: Um. Uh, oh, the.
2: What the hell is it? Called?
1: Deformation something. Yeah, other...
2: deformation, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was going to go for them, but eh, whatever. I just, the other two are Takara. It would just look out of place. I would know it would look out of place, so I just yeah. well, skipped isn't, on. Isn't the
2: deformation one like drastically bigger, too?
1: I believe so, yeah. yeah.
2: So, like, you can have one at one scale or two at one scale and one at the other yeah. scale. That would look weird. So,
1: yeah. So, um, I got that coming. I have. Let's see, I have Super 7 Donatello coming. Um, Iron Factory Soundwave, the little truck um, on its way. And then I have Retro Donatello on its way. Um, What else do I have in this drop, man? Jesus Christ. Uh, Let's see here. I'm pulling it up right now. It's it's marked as shit, so... Uh, yeah, those three and and the classics down the tunnel on its way. Very nice. So that'll well, be a fun that'll be fun, uh, that'll be fun huh? yeah. So it'll be here by Friday, which sounds good, and I'm a happy camper, so nice. I'm looking forward to it. And of course, I get the email today that the aerial bots from Zeta are dropping in three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got. So that, I was too. like, ah, really. Like I could have fucking waited, but it, it, it's a good opportunity. Vacation, have time to mess with them a little bit rather than one day, then one day, and one day I could get a big euphoria boost on yeah. the one afternoon and pass it. Definitely. So yeah, you can hear my wife yelling at her dog.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So What's your dog doing? Uh well, we have a shih tzu. His name Plug is Maxwell. Yeah. Right um Maxwell is very sick. He is blind. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably going to put him down mm-hmm. um, which is going to be hard on the wife
0: Perfect.
1: and for some reason Grimlock the puppy is like getting aggressive towards him mm. so you know and it's really frustrating because we'll be like just watching TV and Grimlock will be sitting next to me on the couch or next to my wife on the couch and Maxwell is just wandering around because he's blind and so then he'll just be like uh, uh, which we're like come on man what the hell is your problem? You know, and it's just its super frustrating. Yeah, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I got that stuff coming in, so I'm, I'm really excited. And Saturday, hitting up a vintage toy thing to unload some Hasbro stuff. Um, well, some incomplete Hasbro stuff.
2: Um, what kind of incomplete Hasbro stuff?
1: A few generations class figures that are missing an accessory or two, and so I don't know. I I still got to go through a few things there. Maybe trade him some stuff while he's there. He's got a lot of stuff. He's got stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, But yeah, so. Um as we're talking um, you know, this popped up on my feed in it chosen prime. Um, Getsu is a pre order price of one hundred and forty dollars and ninety nine cents.
2: Which one is Getsu?
1: Getsu is I think he's that's the one that Dark No is based on. I could be wrong. Oh, I'm
2: okay, not- okay. He's the MP the MP Chug Trainbot.
1: So he's Chug Scale.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is he
1: chug skill? Like do we have affirmation? Like I don't know. this thing. That's like- what
2: Matt and, and I think Robert were saying. Uh I don't I don't know for sure we if they are or not, but uh they at least look like they're chug engineered. You know, like they don't yeah. they don't look like en- the typical MP, that's for sure.
1: Well I'll tell you yeah. what, I have that ice line in my stash and I want nothing to do with it. So I I, I still haven't reached out to them to cancel that and maybe get a credit on it. Um because I, I really have I don't know since I since I can't, I couldn't. Since I didn't move fast enough for Dark Knight, I just got the one, and I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah. So now I, I have no interest. I, I, never was attached to the train boss, but I thought it'd be yeah, cool I to know. have the combiner. But now it's like,
0: man, you know. It's,
2: it's not something that we saw in our fiction, right? Like for me, like yeah. the interest in him is that he was a, you know, a G one toy that was ridiculously hard to attain. You know. Um, yeah, I just, saw just the first, really first I ever saw
1: off. him was years and years before Shattered Cast and all that stuff was a Bolt Matrix video, and I think he had a knockoff set. Yep.
2: Yeah. Most people in the U.S. end up having a knockoff, and that knockoff is not cheap anymore. Like, yeah. hmm So, I mean, who knows? Maybe it is cheap now. I haven't really looked lately, but uh, I'm pretty sure the knockoff was also not cheap. Back in the day, it was not cheap. I don't. I can't
1: speak for current. Um, yeah. But it wasn't like a set you bought at fucking, uh, oh, my God. What is the name of that place? Now it's killing me. They were selling knockoff combiner sets there for the longest time.
2: Oh, there's all kinds of places. Your Ollie's. You got your Sir Toys. You got, uh. Yep. God, I don't even know.
1: No, it was it was a mainline, like. Uh... Hello, Adam. No, it was, it was a store like that. I forgot his fucking name. Oh, my God. Big Lots. There we go.
2: Oh, yeah, Big Lots, 100%. Yeah. Well, was always fun. There was a place, yeah, Tuesday mornings uh, we live, were were Tuesday selling.
1: Oh, yeah, they were what? selling the remnants of what was left of them, the red defense or set, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the the Minasaur that had a fucking nose cone or a light speed yep. as a limb.
0: Oh God, I remember those ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember buying them getting all excited, like I got Minotaur, you know, and <laughs> And just like, oh, wait a minute, this is not a member of the team. Where is <laughs> like Dragstrip? Where is Wall Rider? You know, so but yeah, yeah, those 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 were the days, man. Just you know, driving around to pointless little stores going, oh, I need to have Transformers here. Let me check this shit out, you know. Yeah. But uh speaking of check this shit out, apparently Transformer Nickelodeon and Transformers, Hasbro have joined forces to create a new series called Transformers Earth Spark. Mm-hmm. This I is saw the preview,
2: not terribly impressed. Uh, no, no. I was just like, I mean, it's fine. You know, maybe maybe my kids will be interested in it. We'll see. Uh, but you know, I also don't want to write it completely off because I think the last thing that they were involved in was animated, and it was you know my favorite show. So uh, yeah. you know, I can't I can't. I'd be remiss if I if I wrote it off entirely, knowing it that
1: does they were involved the... with
2: my favorite. So.
1: The bodies do share, like, the pseudo-exaggerated proportions of animated. Mm-hmm. The bolt, the barrel chest, especially for a little promo shot of Optimus Prime here. Um, I I haven't seen a preview yet. I saw quiet running of it because, you know, we were in the living room watching TV earlier and uh, we were eating. So they didn't want to just be like, oh, let me play this Transformers vid, babe. Right, right, right. But... It could suck or it could be great. You know, yeah, it, I mean, it could I mean, be subtlety. Honestly,
2: any Transformers in media is good because it keeps the brand alive with different generations. So, like, yeah. even if it's not for me, you know, hopefully it's something that's enjoyable. Like, I've even heard the, uh, what is it, the Transformers Cyberverse stuff. Like, I've heard that that's actually, like, a fairly fun show. Like, it doesn't look like it's really for me. Uh, it's certainly right. not created for me but uh you know i've heard good things like people actually tend to enjoy it and you know that's
1: like good near my near the end cyberverse gets really good yeah um it really does but i think what would really irk me is you know first like the bumblebee character has a like he has a mouth but he's still doing the radio talking gimmick yeah which... i don't like that i'm a little tired of um Mm -hmm. you know we we've seen enough of that shit thanks to the bay movies like my nephew and i watched a dark of the moon the other day in its entirety and like i don't know like the older i get the more i watch these films and go this is you get an a for effort but you get a d in your final execution
2: yeah i i I I am interested. I I don't know what the idea is behind hanging around Beep Boop Bumblebee so much. Yeah. Like I was fine with it for Prime because the movies were like new or semi semi new and popular and stuff like that, but like at some point why are we still hanging on to that? Like that is not a trait of Bumblebee. That yeah. was one incarnation of the character. I don't know. So, it's a weird it's a weird thing to hang on to have your main character not talking. So,
1: yeah or or having them communicate in in such a manner like i'm like uh, and i'm going to catch you know an unpopular opinion here but dan gelvin Glavin, however you say it, the guy who voiced bumblebee in generation 1 mm-hmm. his voice would not have worked for that incarnation of bumblebee yeah, it would have been so out of fucking place you know it's like seeing that huge rip guy walk into the gym and you say hey man what's up he just looks at you he goes hey what's going on Mhm. has has a comment. It like it, it's so out of like it it's so out of sync. It's 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 not even funny. Yeah. So yeah, um yeah, the, I don't know, uh, like I think uh Simon Stone, a friend of mine on Facebook who we we trade funny comments back and forth said well, we'll and he, and he's I believe he's correct in this. We'll never get something as good as prime ever again. But I'm going to give it a shot. Mhm. Because if anything I could say, in in my opinion, what Transformers Prime was to me was it was that perfect balance of it had kid appeal, but it had kid appeal as into the way that it was a 30-minute toy commercial. Mm -hmm. And it also acknowledged that, hey, a lot of our fans have grown up and have their own kids now. So we can kind of direct a story that it'll be something that'll keep them interested in. You know, and I remember short, and I remember like it was last year. I was talking to my nephew because we saw Bumblebee again, right? Because I I love the Bumblebee movie. That thought that was great. Um, but we're watching Prime, and I'm, and my nephew makes an odd comment, like, "How come the other movies weren't like this?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Like, why aren't the characters?" like the you know he can't sit there and say why aren't the characters more grounded like these are mhm you know why isn't like you know if if you let michael bay make transformers prime miko or whatever her name was would probably be like the fucking uh oh, what's her name uh Megan Fox mhm yeah you know that other she
2: girl Rosie Huntington or whatever
1: yeah the one who played Carly mhm uh-huh. You know? She'd just be, and she'd
2: be barely 18. you would be wearing, like, very super skimpy clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I will I will share this funny story. So I've been, as of recent, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about a a, 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 a actor in Hollywood. And those of my age will know this name. You'll probably ring a few, a few of his movies will ring a few bells with you, Justin, by the name of Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. I love Steven Seagull. Okay. okay. I if you ever fucking learn more about him, you'll hate, learn to hate him more. It's like me with my my utmost disdain for Hulk Hogan. But mm-hmm. So there was a movie that came out, I think the last couple of years, called Bully.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's about a, a, a portly kid, you know, Ginger, who's getting picked on at school. And he starts getting trained by uh, Danny Trehu to learn how to box. And, and once he gets really good at boxing, he gets really confident, he stops training well he still trains the box but he stops training to defend himself and he uses his more as a way to start fights instead of like you know stopping them mm-hmm. um and it's a whole coming of age like the kid understands through his discipline when he learned through boxing and stuff you know he doesn't need to always be the aggro and shit like that so supposedly um on this podcast i heard um one of the like these two guys were interviewing martial artists for this movie they were going to do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were interviewing martial artists. They spoke to Michael Jai White, and they really liked what they got from him, right? The story basically was, like, of this 15-year-old girl who's, she's not a geek, but she's not a popular girl either. She's, like, in between. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad was an FBI agent. She gets, her, her dad gets killed because he got too close to the people they're investigating and so she wants revenge she tries to you know conduct revenge on her own she almost gets her ass kicked um she ends up meeting a martial artist the martial artist teaches her discipline through self-defense and martial arts and all that stuff um near the end of the movie like she big square off with the villain um ends up not killing him because you know taking him to you know she wants true justice she'll let the court you know she'll let the process take care of it right um so apparently they interviewed Steven Seagal for this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if anyone does their research, Steven Seagal is a prima donna in a fucking half, right? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't wear wardrobe that the movies uh, provide for him. He brings his own shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he only, he always has to have some sort of love interest between the ages of 18 and 26. So they look like they're old enough to be his fucking daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy has been, he's like, I think he was like the second or third most hashtag me too. That people were women were talking about out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um so they sit down with Steven Seagal, and supposedly he looks at this, he's like, Yeah, I read your script. And they're like, Oh, yeah, so what do you think? He's like, I got a better idea for the movie. So this 14-year-old girl, middle of the road, popular popular girl, nerdy girl, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Turns
1: to an 18-year-old high school dropout that's a stripper. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch any Steven Seagal movie, he's always in some sort of strip club. Mm-hmm. Um, and she almost gets overpowered by a bunch of guys. Let's say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she just goes like, "Yeah, but I save her." And she sees my martial arts, my Aikido. Which any you know, a lot of people in the martial arts community thinks Aikido is like this, is like the holistic kung fu. You know, like it's not real. No one's gonna let you flip them like that.
0: Yeah,
2: well, I've um, seen I've seen plenty of his stupid videos.
1: Yeah, so. He's like, yeah, so, like, I save her. She sees my Aikido. I take her under my wing. We're training. She falls in love with me. Because, of course, she falls in
0: love with me.
1: huh Right? He's like, but I'm like, no, I'm your sensei. I can't fall in love with my student. So the movie goes on. She gets attacked again. Steve Seagal saves her again, except this time she puts up a better fight. Mm-hmm. Movie goes on, she ends up finding out the guy who set up her to get assaulted and stuff like that, or the, the guy who, I, I forget, but like supposedly the guy like had her dad killed or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she fights him, she loses, Gaul comes in, fights him, kills him, and in the midst of the most vulnerable moment that she has, she falls in love with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We go home and we have sex. <laughs> and the producer's like, um, you know, our main protagonist, protagonist for this film, was like fifteen. No, this one's eighteen mm-hmm. or twenty-six, whichever you can find. Gets her pregnant and then like leaves her because like I gave her the best gift of all, life. Mm-hmm. And producer's like, oh wow, that's 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 really neat, man. Like, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. supposedly one of the producer's friends is the one who pushed the movie Bully to get made, and that's how Bully came to be. Mm. Um, but that's like the the sort of stuff with like Steven Seagal, like um, I forget the name of the movie. There's a YouTube channel called Red Eye Reviews that I've been watching a lot lately. He's been reviewing all Steven Seagal movies, mm-hmm. including his two TV series, the the makeshift Mock Reality,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where he talks about how he was a cop for 20 years for Louisiana. And then uh, his TV show, which I forgot what it was called, but you know it's garbage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what? <laughs> so, like in in this one movie, Sigol plays the villain, but he also plays like the hero because he's like a tw- he has a twin brother that was like undermining him the entire time. But the 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 guy from Red Eye Reviews interviewed the director, right? And of course, that's where you find out that Steven Seagull, you know, supplies his own wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Um, If he's walking away from the camera He says it's not worth his time So they always use a body double Mm -hmm. Um, And then What was was the best one was Uh, So he insisted he get a girl Between the ages of 18 and 26 Mm -hmm. Um, And they were filming in Alabama So to get an Asian girl Between the ages of 18 and 26 In Alabama was really hard had the flyer girl And I think from Georgia Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she got sick, so they flow in another actress. So when he saw the new actress, he got all pissed. Like, who the fuck is she? I don't know, man. This is just going to mess up my my flow, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then in some of his movies, he was hesitant to kill the antagonist because he's Buddhist. But some directors sold him on the fact of, yeah, but you have to understand, when your character kills the bad guy you're giving him a chance to be reincarnated and live a more fruitful beneficial and righteous life and not like sold him because that's his pain to his ego uh-huh uh but apparently the religion of buddha have recognized him as a dalai lama of some kind which i think is a mistake
2: it's oh, interesting i did not know this.
1: you know um and it's like if you watch a lot of his movies i think from 2009 on he is sitting in 90 percent of them hmm. and it's so because he's he's had substantial weight gain. Yeah. So basically, he's sitting behind a table, hiding his stomach, and then to the point where in one movie he didn't feel like standing up to have a fight scene. So he literally fought two guys while sitting down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is like, oh man. But I don't know. I've I've just been fascinated with the subject of Steven Seagal. I could do my own little like makeshift episode on him if I felt like it. It's he's just an in interesting some- guy.
2: I feel like I don't know how he got to where he got to. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like he knows, like, really knows nothing and stuff a lot of times.
1: You know how he got to where he got to? In the 90s, there was a Hollywood agent that made a bet with another Hollywood agent saying he can make anyone an action movie star. Yeah. And that's how Steven Seagull got his start.
0: Well,
2: if that guy's out there, hit me up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there. There are there are legit cases where Steven Seagal had well fuck it this is not Steven Seagal episode so maybe maybe another time we'll do this the next episode of keep
2: going fuck it it's just the two of us let's go Um, yeah okay
1: yeah so there was another incident so if anyone's watched uh I want to say hard to kill the one where he ends up in a coma um there's the female lead in that movie that at the time turned into his real wife right. Um, I think her name's Kelly LeBrock. I'm not entirely sure. But here's a fun fact. Steven Seagal was already very married with children to another woman that was living in, I want to say, Japan or some shit like that, Um, but totally, like, walked away from that family to be with this woman. And then apparently Steven Seagal's money issues got so bad that he arranged for... A mercenary friend of his This is according to the as I heard To steal the Porsche of Kelly LeBrock Or whatever her name is And then reported someone So they could collect any insurance money for it
0: hmm.
1: um, What other instances Were pretty we, uh, Standout um, There was um, So I'm trying to remember her name She was a she was last name McCartney. She was a Playboy model. Jenny McCartney. Yeah, Jenny. She was Miss Anti-Vax. She was saying how vaccinations mm-hmm. cause children to get, you know, autism and stuff, right? Um, or- even though supposedly her kid's not autistic, but she says he is. Um, so Jenny McCarthy was supposed to be in the movie Under Siege, right? Mm-hmm. Um and Steven's goal kept on like, you know, hey, you know, you, you should probably let me see your breasts because this movie, you have to be topless. I just want to know that I it, it helps my character uh, better uh, blend into the scene when you're uh, topless. So, you know, let me uh, take your sweater off. And, you know, she's like, uh, no, dude, I wasn't told I would have to be new during this audition. Well, you know, and you have to be now. And he was uh, and she was like, "Well, I'm not going to do it, you know. Um, it's just you in here." And he's like, "Well, I guess you're not going to get in the movie." So that made her cry. She went running off in mm-hmm. anger, you know, because he's a pig. Sure. Um, another one is with uh, Katherine Heigl, better known from Grey's Anatomy as Izzy, and also the the female counterpart to Seth Rogen's character, in Knocked Up.
0: Okay, I believe that's her
1: name. Um, she played his his niece. I think it was in Under Siege 2. She was sixteen, got a little grabby.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, so she wasn't uncomfortable. And you could see some of like the the premiere videos and stuff where he's like he's putting his arm around like, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, your skin's real smooth, you know, like some some weird fucking shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, another funny story is so former R and B singer, um King of soul, king of R&B, king of, king of rock period, uh, Ray Charles passed away, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he meets his granddaughter. And supposedly he's fucking awestruck. Like, oh, man, she's so beautiful. She's like a, a well-toned keto flip, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, approaches her, offers her a job as his assistant, right? Says, hey, I want to interview you. You know, here's my card. Let's set up an interview. She sets up the interview. Uh, the girl's smart, so she takes her dad with her to the interview. This pisses off the He's like, you know, he's not being like, oh, why'd you bring him? But he's all like, you know, shit, I need to make my move. So it gets to the point where he gives her a job. She shows up for the first day. And he goes, Yeah, you know, part of my job, part of your job as my assistant is to give me like a back rub because I get really stressed. Now, you know, for his time, this was probably not an abnormal request, right? As long as you didn't do it, with, give me a back rub, then a blow job, right? So. Mm-hmm she was like well i don't i've never given anyone a back before he's like <laughs> she might as well open the floodgates with a bunch of raw meat hanging and call it the rottweilers because he was like don't worry i'll show you so he starts makes her instantly come up she's like hold on a second i gotta use the bathroom he's like okay hurry back i got this is lessons really important she leaves never comes back to the office um doesn't reach out. This is the Charles residence, right? So you 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 just basically found one of the greatest singers of all times, like granddaughter, mm-hmm. for the sake of getting a cheap boner. Um, that's another story about Steven Seagal. Um, yeah. So fun fact, he does have a blues album, that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do that. Let's do a little let's play a little snippet here. Play. All yeah. set.
2: Anyone out there should also Google Steven Seagal holding guns, because that's also something pretty
1: hysterical. Oh, how about his running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> his running so fucking wild, man. So, Steven Seagal is known as Steven Seagal. His real pronunciation of his last name is Steven Seagal, according to his mother. So, here we go. I'm going to play, girl, it's all right, by Steven Seagal. Are you ready? See ya. Obviously not him.
0: That's him.
1: And that was Steven
0: Seagal. Beautiful.
2: Who knew we so, were going to tune in this Friday for such
1: The Steven Seagal show. calls to your ears? <laughs> the OJ presents the Steven Seagal story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, apparently, like, so when he started off, like I stated earlier, and a talent agent was like, he made a bet with another agent, was like, hey, I can make anybody an action movie star. So he was, I believe he was a stunt performer of some kind. So, but before I go into that, let's touch base in his time in Japan. So he lived in Japan. It's where he met his first wife. He had children with her. Uh, pursued her fiercely, right? Um, I think he said he trained with the master of Aikido around that time. But mm-hmm. the master of Aikido, like the founder of the Aikido style, had been dead for like two years when he claims he studied with him. Um, you know, it's up there with a bunch of like horseshit that Hulk Hogan spits. Um, so he sits there and he tells interviewers and stuff like, you know, hey, hey, yeah, you know, I fought the Yakuza. Uh, according to his wife, he chased off a couple of drunk guys. So that was about it uh, when he was over there in Japan. Um, so, yeah, so, so so that's that right there. And um, so, as far as this, the agent bet is concerned, so he the agent bet another agent, hey, I can make anyone an action movie star. So his engine goes, "How about this guy? I think he was doing stunt work or something like that time." Um, so he's like, "Okay, you're on." Fucking sells him. I forget the name of his first movie, right? There was a while where a lot of his movies only have three words in the title because the the producers thought it, it was more direct and it makes it easier to remember, right? Mm-hmm. A mark for you know, mark for death, out for justice, hard to kill. You know, good examples there. Um, so they they did it with him, and. You know his popularity took off, but what a lot of people notice about Steven Seagal is he does what's called code switching, right? So if you were ever worked in the radio industry or entertainment at all, code switching is where if I'm talking like what I call my normal tone right now with 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 Justin, with Robert, with mm-hmm. Matthew, and then. In comes someone from a more urban environment where their normal term is like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, yo, I feel you, bro, man. That shit's crazy, man. You know you know? And that's just the way I that's just the way I spoke to my friends back home in Jersey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I and it's it's code switch. You start talking differently to match their speech patterns, picking up their mannerisms. So a lot of the time, <laughs> like in the Steven Seagal reality show where he's like, you know, if it's like um, And I'm not trying to make this a racist thing, but this is just some of the examples when he was like, you know, he he supposedly was a cop for 20 years the New Orleans, the police department. He was officially deputized. He, you know, um, so in those cases where he's dealing with like a wife, I was like, oh, yeah. So tell me about the perpetrator. Did he hurt you? Are you okay? You know, um, if he ends up arresting someone and they happen to be black, it's like, well, what's wrong, man? Mama, not to you, right? Mm hmm. Mama, I'll take care of you, mm-hmm. bro. You got clothes. You got to get in the straight now. And meanwhile, like, the, the dude getting arrested is like, man, who the fuck are you talking to?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he has this thing also where, again, these are just stories that other movie stars or people in the industry have told about it, about when they in, encounter Steven Seagal. Like, uh, supposedly he's an instant expert on something, right? Mm-hmm. If you walk past a motorcycle, uh, bicycle vehicle. Yeah, that's a huffy six speed son- sonic six speed. Yeah, I'm pretty familiar about motorcycles, been using them for the last 30 years of my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Walks past a car. That's a 1997 uh, Ford Mustang GT Cobra. Yeah, I uh, messed with uh, cars for about 30 years of my life. Right? So, like, th- these are some of the things about and Gold. <laughs> Right. That a lot of people pick up, right? the the instant expertise—he's always familiar with certain things for x amount of years. He's an expert on that, and mm-hmm. you know, um, there—it's it, just funny now, like how it, it's up there with the—he's um, the name. You remember that movie Bloodsport with Jean Claude Van Damme? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ray Dukes, I believe his name is. He was he was basically trying to sell off like he fought an akumaté, which is a. a death match tournament thing and whatever um and, but he's been called out a lot of the time by other people in the industry mm-hmm. supposedly a stunt coordinator i forget his name um steve is a goal walked onto the film set and started talking shit he's like yeah man can't no one choke me out nobody can choke me out so this guy's like hey i'll choke you out right and he's like no you go, you won't be able to man I, I just can't be i can't pass out so he puts him in a chokehold, chokes him out. Not only does he choke him out, supposedly the word is is that um, he shit himself.
0: Yeah.
1: Like cleared his bowels when he was knocked unconscious. Um, I kind of think that part of the story is bullshit, you know, because I think if he really did shit himself, the story would be more widespread. And someone would have, and even in those days, in the 90s, someone would have taken a photograph of the Polaroid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it would have resurfaced. So um, another one is when he was, um another another story there is when um they were doing executive decision uh some people remember that movie that's the one where it was steven Seagal. it was kurt russell it was john leguizamo right mm-hmm. um he fucking dies like 10 minutes into the film supposedly when he got on set according to john leguizamo he sat there, and a bunch of guys are sitting there in the room. Other male actors in the room, Kurt Russell included. He's like, "Hey, just let you guys know, I'm in charger, I'm the captain. What I say goes. No one gives me orders. Only me." So yeah, like you did, you just scoffed. John Leguizamo did that. Apparently, he slammed John Leguizamo up against the wall and put his like forearm against his throat. Mm. Says, "You find something funny, little man?" And he's just like, oh, chill the fuck out, dude. What the fuck's your problem, man? Right?" So, um. Now, that's that's you know another story. Like there there are tons. Um, yeah. If I knew we were going to talk about him, I would have bulked up more. I'm just giving you shit off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently he's not as uh, he was. He I think he claimed to have Navy SEAL training, but apparently according to the guy who trained him, he was like, yeah, Steven Seagal can't swim.
0: <laughs>
1: um, another one is. <sighs> Uh, he gets made fun of for running Like we mentioned earlier He gets made fun of for how he holds a gun
0: mm-hmm.
1: um,
2: The gun's my favorite thing
1: Yeah it, 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 I don't know man It's like there's I love his movies It's it's like the same thing I could watch a Hulk Hogan wrestling match From the 80s and 90s And still get like excited Like I was when I was a kid right mm-hmm. But then it sets in like the racial tirade Uh huh mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the Gawker lawsuit, right? Uh, Hulk Hogan, some you know that that whole ordeal. That's two sides of one of one story. There are people that think Hulk Hogan censored free speech. Other people saying, well, they got what they deserve because he posted a sex tape. He told them to take it down. They said no. Um, but like you know, the all this shit comes up with Hulk Hogan. It makes me not like him as a person, but I like the character he portrayed and the entertainment that he gave me. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Sure.
1: Um, that's the thing with like with Steven Seagal. Like there's there was an interview where he was being uh, he was being interviewed by some Australian news channel and they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna name you some name martial artist names. Tell me what you think about them. If there was someone you'd want to have with you in a fight up against like 30 ninjas or whatever." He's like, "Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Michael Jai White. Can I laugh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Donnie Yen. Can I laugh? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, come on, man. You're fucking shitting me." You know, and it's like it, I've I've never met someone so full of themselves mm-hmm. besides me, um, to to really sell themselves so much in in in, in regards of that. Mm-hmm. Um, another is some people will know about the infamous fight, well the the fight that never happened between Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal. Mm-hmm. Um Steven Seagal went to a party, I think it was being thrown by Sylvester Stallone. This was back when Sylvester and, and and all these guys were on the top of their A-game as action stars, right? Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme was invited. Jean-Claude Van Damme heard him talking shit, so he's like, you know, tell him I won't fight him. I do not care, right? You know, <laughs> I'll do a split over his face and fuck him up. Um, so uh, he's calling us. He was like, yeah, I'll fuck him up all right now. I'll, I'll tell him I'll fight him. I'll fight him. Fucking disappears from the party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never to be seen again. Never, you know. Um, so that, that that's another thing um, to, to mention about him like a big talker rarely see him back it up, but he does he still does keto demonstrations which it, it is some of the the silliest thing. It's up mm-hmm. there with like the guys who claim they could master Chi and use it as a self-defense. You know they throw these invisible hot that takes down seven guys it's like oh right mm-hmm. it, It's the equivalency of like you know how they choreograph a pro wrestling match um it, it it's up to the same because I don't believe I don't care how much you twist someone's arm you're not gonna get someone to flip yeah. you know like it, especially if it's a big man but I don't know it, it's', yeah, I've seen it's... Some
2: of that stuff online it's just like ridiculous and like I saw I actually saw it like the other day like him at like it's like a basketball game or something these guys <laughs> just walk out and do this. Like flip, and then he goes and sits in the chair like he's the like most badass person there is. I'm like really?
1: Yeah, he just just sits there sometimes, with his like hands over his gut, right, interlocked his fingers, or he'll he'll he'll, he'll cross his arms. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm serious. I'm Steven Skull, and I'm gonna fight you. And when I talk, I almost fall asleep. Yeah, yeah I do you keto, know. but I mean it, it's you know. I don't know. It, it, it's it got to be the world of entertainment when you surround yourself with yes men all the time. And this is the end result of that's all you surrounded yourself with. And now you can't back up any of the shit you fucking
0: talked. Oh, yeah.
1: Now, I'm not saying I would beat Steven Seagal in a fight. Probably not, man. You know, like, I'm sure he knows other stuff besides Aikido. But it I don't know. it it. It's so hard to take him serious as a person. When he went to Russia and visited, you know, uh, Putin and, you know, other nationals there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, I don't know, it, I'm, I'm taken aback by his behavior sometimes. And then, of course, there's a, the numerous allegations of the Me Too movement where he's been accused of full-blown rape. Mm-hmm. You know, um, allegedly. Let's, oh, let's save ourselves the legal battles here but yeah there's there's quite a few stories like you know especially love hearing like the dark side of celebrities like and the eccentric lives the eccentric lives of celebrities mm-hmm. and stuff like that like um Jean-Claude Van Damme hardcore cocaine addict hardcore uh, um womanizer you know uh couldn't be with a woman long enough without um cheating on her uh supposedly when he was did the movie Street Fighter uh he cheated on his wife with the woman that played Cammy. You know, um, but at least, like, I think the redeeming quality about Jean Claude Van Damme is like he did some sort of like serious film, it was in French, all in French. Um, and he basically talked about his life and how, how it was a fucking train wreck, but he got his act back together, yeah, recall, you know. I
2: and, hearing about that,
1: and his, his career did experience a bit of a resurgence when he was the big bad in uh, the expendables, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and this was uh, and it was a great it was great for two reasons one there was a change because he wasn't the 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 good guy that he always was right mm-hmm. and number two he was the, you know it's Jean Claude Van Damme as a villain and he looked great for a guy his age mm-hmm. so you know um there's that like little tidbit about Sylvester Stallone if you watch Tango and Cash where he's like oh I hate Danish it's because he just broke up with his girl his wife at the time he just divorced her Bridget Nelson. That was in Rocky Four IV as Ivan Drago's wife. Hmm. So you know, like, um, there, there, there's a lot of tidbits there. Um, like Wesley Snipes, we all know what happened to him. He went crazy. He came here to Ocala and ran and hid in the forest because of the IRS. Hmm. But yeah, that's. I mean, I we just did not know that about Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, dude, he my man got arrested and everything, tax evasion. You know nothing I know too he fucking serious, is like not killed know he
2: someone. to Ocala, so
1: yeah, Ocala National Forest. He hid out here for a few. I think it was like a few days before they caught him. They cat They found him and arrested him. Well, um, the more you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little little sample of a possible future thing here in all Hill Unicron Network. Mm-hmm. We, by the way, this our...
2: uh, this this episode is now being titled. Uh, Steven Seagal loves OJ.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, that's orange juice. I'm <laughs> I'm an expert on orange juice for the last yeah, thirty five years. Making my whole life. I don't I don't need to squeeze your orange, I just look at it and it squeezes itself. Glare at it and it squeezes itself out of fear and respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it. Uh, what was another that? It reminded me of another story. So yeah, in his newer movies, you see him wear like glasses a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. these, like yellow glasses, black glasses. You can see his eyes, but normally it's because if he's in a scene with someone else, he'll literally glance over to the left side of that person. and legit read his lines so he knows what lines he has to say next.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And oh, you know, and he gives every director two takes. That's it. Yeah, like he won't do any more. Like that's some, world class. Yeah, that's some next level shit right there, man. So yeah, that that is that is uh, a few things about Stephen's call. If you guys want to know more stuff and knowledge about Stephen's (laughs) call, I would love to entertain you guys with an episode focused on that. It'll just be Justin and I. Mm -hmm. You know, Robert can go throw his back out again, and Matt can have a a long day at work and be too stressed. Yeah, why not next (laughs) week? Who cares? Two weeks from now, it'll be
2: just be like, hey, Matt, uh, Robert, you don't have to show up.
1: No, you don't have. To, we're gonna do an episode on, uh, you know, Little Richard, <laughs> or, or, uh, well, what was his name? Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, the guy who married his fifteen-year-old cousin,
0: mm-hmm.
1: first cousin, once removed. That is legitimately his mom's sister's daughter. Um, yeah, it's it's just fucking weird, man. Um, mm-hmm. there are plenty of stories to tell, especially like the whole Hogan Gawker thing, man. Like the the running meme is like the only guy to ever appear in courtroom in a do rag and win. Yeah. Like he legit shut Gawker down. Um yeah. Like Hulk Hogan and and just as like, you know, and, and the thing that really makes me upset is it's you know, it's the stuff he did outside the ring also, but like his pop background poli- like back locker room politics, mm-hmm. uh how he always made sure he got himself over and like he's lost clean, I think, six times in his career. Mm-hmm. Where people pin them one, two, three, right? You know, we know that's all preordained and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Predetermined, I believe the term is. Uh but yeah, that was that was Steven Seagal. Yeah.
2: yeah. Tune in tune in tune in two weeks from now from for our expose on I don't know, leave it in the comments. Who do you want the expose on? Let's let's do that. <laughs>
1: We could do oh, one on Frank Dukes, the biggest load, the biggest shit talker in Hollywood's history that had a movie made after him based on his life experience, which is bullshit. Um, we could do one on fucking how the internet made fun of 50 Cent because apparently he gained 40 pounds and everyone's calling him fat. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do something like that. It doesn't matter. Let us know. It doesn't always have to be about Transformers. Exactly. But that's, that's man, that, that takes me back to when I did The Ozone, how I would do stuff like that, like stories on serial killers or mm-hmm. uh, just movie news in general that wasn't Transformers-related all the time, mostly comic book or action movie stars like Donnie Yen and shit like that. That was fucking cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Fun fact, one of the most hated guys in China, Justin?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not, not very much like in China. And his his vast fortune he's amounted over the years, not leaving it to his kids. He's donating it all. Hmm. Thinks his kids should just, you know, make their own money. Uh, there's
0: that's a few things.
1: Kid. Yeah. Apparently with China is because they have such a big waste problem, right, that he just says, you know, oh, country, you know, the country's dirty. You have to clean it up. And that's pissed off a lot of residents. This was years ago, so I'm not sure if the attitude towards him has changed or not. But, mm-hmm. you know, these are old reports. But, yeah. Interesting. That was a thing. Uh, you, want, you want to hear a random fact from the cesspool of worthless knowledge? Yes, I do. I don't know the name of this band member. He was in the group called The Who.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but Heath Ledger modeled his version of the Joker in The Dark Knight from his mannerisms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is actual audio of this guy going, I'm just going to take a seat right over here. Yeah, this is good. This feels great. And Heath Ledger picked that shit up to do his version of the Joker, man.
2: That's interesting.
0: May know that.
1: Yeah. So, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just so weird. In this world that we live in, full of clickbait articles, um, you know, especially when it comes to, like, to wrestling, because uh, they try to drum up as much scandal as it can from someone who probably wouldn't be involved in a scandal. So, you know, I always found it funny, like, on YouTube. They'll put a picture of, like, uh, you remember who Triple H is? Mm-hmm. Put a picture of Triple H up and then some girl in a bikini going busted, you know, and it's like and that's gonna make me go, Oh my god, I gotta watch this shit. Yeah, exactly. Um It's it's the same thing with like now it's they could release a three minute trailer about the doctor strange movie which will then cause a youtuber to make a 25 minute long video discussing easter eggs or details about the trailer that no one caught except him because he's very observant yes uh, most noted is two things in a doctor strange trailer one is uh patrick stewart's professor xavier is supposedly uh, cameoing in there mm-hmm. Um, as a member of the Illuminati, do your little research on that Marvel Comics Illuminati. So you'll l- learn that Strange was a member of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is supposedly Deadpool is going to make a cameo at the end of the fu- at the end of the film. It will officially usher him into the uh, Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And fun note: I had no clue the Super Bowl was two days ago. Didn't pay attention. Yeah. So. Bowl of supers. Yep. Yeah, this was a fun episode talking about Steven Skull. Absolutely. Yep. Let's see what else. Uh fun fact, Harrison Ford has been calling a lot of other male uh, actors that he works with lazy.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. You know, Harrison Ford. Dr. Kimball. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all.
2: Do we want to cover any news or do we want to call it there? I mean,
1: uh, we could cover one more thing. Um, let's see, let's check our news feed out here. Uh, yeah, next one's just third party news. This one I did want to talk about. It is the Legends Class Shattered Glass New Age Starscream.
2: I think it's neat looking, it's kind of predictable but uh yeah it's cool to see i i never thought they'd make an all-white
1: one yeah never thought they'd make an all-white one it looks really neat you know i I own the sunstorm new age seeker i bought it as a test run it's i like it you know i think the legs are a little floppy because of the die cast Mm -hmm. um but this this looks really good you know um i can't believe they're going to shattered glass route with these uh the megatron sold out I know they did that, so I kind of knew they were going to do more shattered glass, and they did it with Prime, I believe. They got one coming out of David or Henry, David whatever Galvatron, his name. yeah, yeah. Was it Galvatron?
2: Yeah, they did that. Yeah. He was like uh, they did the shattered
1: glass Megatron with the Galvatron mold.
2: Yeah, and I have that. The, I have it. I think it's kind of a cool looking mold. Uh, it's a slight remold, but uh, I like the colors and stuff. So.
1: Yeah, it it works. It pops. This pops too. I mean, it's fucking bright white. So I mean, with red highlights, so it yeah. does really work. Yeah, it's uh, real cool. Yeah. I so I'm I mean, because I don't want
2: to go deep down this uh uh, uh rabbit glass hole, rabbit hole, but I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, like it's not really surprising to see New Age yet again repainting the seeker. So. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, I believe I actually believe it or not, I watched a TG Omega video. On the most common mold used, used they ever made, which was the seeker mold, mm-hmm. and my God, they did it. They fucking milked the shit out of that the classic seeker mold.
2: Oh yeah, that mold was super used.
1: But back then, when I was collecting, I didn't care if they reused the mold or not. I just wanted the characters.
2: Yeah, exactly. You were you were in for the character. It wasn't necessarily. I mean, who cares if they reuse the mold and there are certain characters that you know you, you you expected the reused mold right so i think there were some characters that shared molds that as we got further on it, it was kind of hard to justify like i think classics like cliff jumper and bumblebee and all them they were all fine but like like later on like like yeah it feels weird when someone re- reuses a like when they did the first mp bumblebee and then they release like the red bumblebee, and like it didn't yeah. have the cliff jumper head, but it's like you can't, this mold can't be cliff jumper, you know? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. That was the chair people not farting. Breaking news.
2: <laughs> we had Matt on just for a second, just so he could give us some breaking news, and then he uh, uh mugged out.
1: Yeah, but uh, I know Hasbro recently, and just to jump around the news section here, Hasbro announced Studio Series Sludge for their Dinobot line. Mm-hmm. Which is really neat because you know I might get all five Dinobots in leader class form. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Do you um, have
2: the, uh, the Earthrise or whatever uh, Rodimus Prime?
1: I do. I have the I have the Rodimus Prime. Yeah. Is he good? He's fun. Um, the one I got came broken, but um, he's in robot mode all the time, so I don't really bother to transform him. And it's another case of take to figure out one hand trailer in the other. That's, that's in a box right now. Um, but, you know, don't care for the trailer. I just wanted a nice representation of Rodimus Prime, which I thought they nailed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah.
2: Well, that's good. So I've heard good things. I feel like if I can find him for a decent price, I'd like to mess with him. But uh, thus far, like I just, I'm not into the the eighty dollar price
1: tag or whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't think he was worth eighty yeah. dollars. Be real with you right I now, a little, I, a little pricey. I, I would have gone with like sixty, especially mm-hmm. as as useless as that trailer is. Um, you know, he does come with a bunch of accessories. I kind of feel like that's what that's what kind of justifies the eighty dollar price tag on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But you can have just as much fun with the Studio Series Hot Rod. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, which I have fun with. I love to death. I think it's it, I think it's one of the best Studio Series figures. That's a quote unquote Voyager. Um, that you get your bang for your buck on that. Mm-hmm. The transformation is fun. You know, it's well engineered. Uh, the video vehicle mode cleans up really well um i i think it's a great addition i don't i wouldn't go with so lengthless to call it a mini masterpiece per se but it you know it, it's it's well it's well done it, it's what classics hot rod should have been not that big bulky mess we got years ago mm-hmm. um you know and and they were doing mps back then so i mean they could have done that with him and jujisa because like you know you have like you have you know the diamonds in a rough from the classics line like jazz and you know uh ricochet and and all that stuff that looked great, and I honestly don't know what the fuck they were thinking with that GDO wheelie, giving him the jazz mold. But yeah, it was weird. That uh, really was weird. It, <laughs> it it looked like some kid wearing those, like that muscle padding shirt, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude, i mean, I'm you know, it felt like there were three wheelies stacked on top of each other trying to be an adult. Um, so
2: yeah, that was that was a weird use of the mold. GDO yeah, give me in general was just kind of weird.
1: Yeah, give me one second, all right? Sure. All right.
2: One second
1: later. You know what I really miss, though? We're talking about classics and the molds being used. I remember seeing, um, I don't really miss it, but it did entertain for me to read. So during the classics mold, the classics run, they did Starscream. Then they did Skywarp in that two-pack with Ultra Magnus, Mm -hmm. which I believe was a Target exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. And then Uh, the fan base— Yeah,
2: Target, yeah, yeah, I think so.
1: And then they stopped, right? So they still had to make Thundercracker. So he became a BotCon exclusive,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which was fine. And trying to buy him at the time, he was going for an absurd price. Yes. So then they go and do Generations Thundercracker. And the backlash of these fans that spent like five, six hundred bucks—this is like ten years, over ten years ago, guys—for mm-hmm. this the golden set age. that came with Thundercracker, were losing it. They were living because they no longer had that rare figure, right? Because now they can get a Thundercracker for like what was it, fifteen bucks at the time for? Yeah,
2: uh, yeah that's that's about bucks. what the uh, classics cost back in the day.
1: Yeah, and these guys, these men and women have paid like five, six hundred bucks for like the Primus Pass or whatever at Mm BotCon. And they're going to do that all over again.
0: Yep.
1: And I'm looking forward to it because it's like, you know, Marvel Legends had like a lot of build a figure sets and stuff recently. And now they're like, oh, well, you missed out on building the big Monster Venom. Eh, We'll sell them for 45 bucks. Mm hmm. Well, some people were selling like the built bath figure for like sixty. You know, so I, I, I don't I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's definitely it's an interesting uh, decision when they decide to do that. You know, I don't I don't yeah. know what the uh, the mindset is behind like let's uh, make something that's exclusive and take away the exclusivity because like well, I mean. Honestly, the mindset behind it is that they're like, whatever, p- they're, people are going to buy, you know, people have already bought our exclusive, like, we don't really care about that, and uh, these these same people are going to end up, the people who are bitching about it are still going to turn around and buy the next thing later, so, like, who fucking cares? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So all in all, over the last like three years, how do you think the 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 mainline has gotten better or worse?
0: Uh,
2: that's that's that is a tough question to answer personally, because okay, so I think you know Hasbro's had their finger. Uh, I hate to say the, the pun, but on, on the, the pulse.
0: pulse. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were gonna say it.
2: Uh, because I, I do think that like they they understand. Where their collectors lie and what their collectors actually want, right like they want g one yeah I mean honestly like I mean you know and not not exclusively you know they've they've got room for other things and stuff like that it's not exclusively g one but you know they they're they're not idiots they know that your your older fans are the ones they're collecting more than the kids so I think they've put more effort into that that said i I I feel like their business practices with, like, the mainline stuff lately has been a little bit lackluster, right? Like, you've got these figures that are going up in value, or not value, uh, price, you know, value is a, a misnomer there. It's definitely not going up in value, but they go up in price, and, like, you know, obviously world affairs and stuff like that have some kind of effect on that, but, like, like everything gets cheaped out even more and the plastic feels cheaper. And like, you know, like in the last, like however many handful of years, I've definitely felt like, I'm like, Oh, like this plastic doesn't feel like, like it feels cheap and flimsy. And like, this is like the type of thing that I would expect to be put out from, you know, like a dollar tree or something like that, you know, like it's a much lesser plastic and stuff. And it's like, like when you combine, the cheapening out of Hasbro, with the, you know, the the drastic increase in cost. like, like a fucking a, a deluxe is now, what, like twenty two bucks or something like that. Like that's kind of insane for a little kid's toy, you know. Yeah. And like that that disappoints me. It's like like I could, I could take the cheapening or I could take the price increase, but like doing both sucks and like right now i think hasbro announced like there's gonna be another price increase you know and like i think deluxes are supposed to go up to like 25 or 26 dollars for a deluxe and the reason behind it is because of the shipping issue it's like well yeah the fucking shipping issue is like a temporary issue you know like you guys make so much money why is that my problem? You know, like, why Why am I paying for the shipping issue that will eventually resolve itself? You know, like, why, Why, as the consumer, like, come on, take a little of your millions of dollars of profit that you guys are making, and, and you know, you take a hit for what's, like... Because <laughs> you know the shipping issue will resolve, and then you know what's going to happen. The price is not going to go down, you know? So, mm. I don't know. Like... I don't know. I think the designs have gotten better. I think, you know, hitting those those G one figure those like modern G ones have been nice. But yeah, ultimately, I think that uh, I don't know. I think it's suffering a little. What about you?
1: I I there, there's times where and and I'm talking about just a design aspect of it all, right? Um, there there are times where I think they knock it out of the park. Like Blaster is a good. Mm-hmm bid on this right um even cup with his low shoulders i think he's a good designed a well-designed figure Mm -hmm. um then there's times where i feel like they really really missed the mark right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like let's use studio series jazz for example Mm -hmm. this figure took a few months a few months to grow on me Mm mm-hmm so much that, you know, purchasing a jackpot just to have another repainted version of that mold doesn't sound like such a bad idea. Yeah. Um. But then but it it just feels like, you know, we talked about it, you know, months like last year when we, we saw like the leaked images of these figures and how it felt like they started with 500 pieces of Lego. They spent 200 pieces, 250 pieces on Rodimus Prime. 230 pieces on cup and then the last bit was used on jazz
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and there's times where like i gotta give them credit for like their their attempt to capitalize like their their blur isn't such a bad figure per se right i'm not a fan of their of the face sculpting that things he looks like you know he, he he looks like an old creepy old man it's like hey gosh, how's it going mm-hmm. y'all want to drink some not Right. And then they do the shattered glass version of them and it works really well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I really like what I see there. Right. And then you have like these, the excuse the term, masterpieces, like Jet, like, you know, they're Jetfire. I still have it when he, I bought him when he came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking at him now and, and it's one of my favorite pieces from the Hasbro line over the last five years. Hands down, one of the best things. And then there's, Uh, Like, and and again, this is just about design. This isn't about distribution or anything like that. Then it's like, then I go back to Power of the Primes. And I felt that was just so fucking lazy.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I really felt they were just, oh, we got to make a trilogy. Well, mm, let's just, uh, How did it go? Combiner Wars, Titans Returns. That was a fucking dumb gimmick. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people liked it, but that's like, you know, at the time, that was the best looking hot rod we got in years. But he was a fucking headmaster. He was never a fucking headmaster. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we get. And they're like, uh, let's do a thing about power to primes. And we get this Optimus Prime that people were going gogo over, but it's like it really wasn't that good in my opinion, you know. And then the Rodimus Prime, I got excited for it, and then I get it in hand, and it's another disappointment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and and and, and I want to take a moment to to speak to the toy designers that sit there and have the balls to post that they don't owe us anything. No, I'm sorry. You do. You know, we sat there. We kept this this franchise afloat for years, whether it be about Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, you mm-hmm. know, GI Joe, Transformers. We kept this this fan. You know, we kept this franchise alive with our hard-earned money. Yeah. And you're not working in it. You owe us everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: You know, like I really don't think that's an appropriate thing for you to say. We, you don't owe us nothing. You owe us nothing but thanks for keeping the fucking shit around so you can have a job in it. Yeah, and and I'm sorry if you're not old enough to understand. And not every you can't that you don't understand the old cliche of you can't you can please some of the people some of the time, but not all the people all the time. Yeah. You yeah, know I so. Agree. You know, and and as far as, like, their masterpiece figures are concerned, like, some people hate the Takara Seekers. I think they're good, you know. I really wish they didn't go out of their way to make them again. I wish they would just focus on, you know, rounding off their cast or or do the occasional, you know, um, obscure character, you know. Give me a, a more modern take on Octopunch, not some shitty fucking Prime Master with a guy whose transformation consists of folding him down, you know, folding him into a square. Mm -hmm. You know, like, give give me a nice posable, like, shell. Give me a a little guy inside that transforms into a little octopus. I don't know. Fucking go crazy. I don't care. But, I don't know, man. Like, over the last couple of years with with Siege, Earthrise, and Kingdom, I thought they really stepped it up a notch. I love their Springer. I think their Springer is a good uh, addition to anyone's collection. I remember how hard he was to find for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now with, like, the anniversary of Beast Wars coming up, they're giving that a lot of attention, which I think is groovy because I liked Beast Wars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I don't think it did any damage to the to the franchise per se. But I don't think so. You know, I, I think it was a good contribution. It was a way for them to try to reinvent the wheel, which sometimes some companies have to fucking do to stay afloat, man, to stay in it.
2: I Rap think, artists do that shit all know, the time. Like, you can, you can dislike Beast Wars all you want and stuff like that, but in the end, like, G1 had finished, and it was a, another attempt to keep Transformers relevant, you know?
1: So, yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I don't knock our... I think Armada made some horrible fucking figures. I think Armada made some okay figures, you know? Energon and Cybertron, the same thing. They had some additions that were all god-awful. They had some additions that were pretty fucking cool, mm-hmm. you know? Um, But... I think we're I and, and and I'm gonna upset some of the G1ers out there, but I think we're done with the G1 shit. Let's pay a little more respect to the other series that their fans. This is their G1. Yeah,
2: I agree. And, it's and it's time I'm, for them I'm to get their taste. it's Like how many more iterations of Prime and stuff can we get before it's yeah. like you're just repeating the same thing ultimately?
1: You know, like give me give me a nice modern Titan class. Uh, Tidal wave. You mm-hmm. know, from Armada. Gimme a, a decent looking tank Megatron that isn't just a, a recolored version of the Combiner Wars Megatron, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: I'll be honest with you. I kinda wanna see um some some of the R I D stuff like yeah. redone in a, a meaningful way, you know? Gimme give gimme give the the three the three guys uh Huffer or no, what was it? Braun X Braun hot i don't know hot shit i don't remember what his (laughs) name was um and prowl i know prowl um yeah like make those it was prowl right i can't remember yeah
1: prowl prowl was the cop car obviously was it hot? the autobot brothers
2: yeah like make them like go ahead like someone can make a good version of them modern so i would like to see someone make remake uh that fire truck, Optimus Prime and make a Ultra Magnus that doesn't suck.
0: Yeah.
1: So,
2: third party or otherwise.
1: Let's see here. The Autobot brothers are Sideburn. That's the one you're Side talking burn.
2: about. Sideburn, that's it. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to see the, the Bullet Train guys get a more modern take on their combined mode. Yeah. JRX, you know? whatever
2: they
0: were.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean they did a ruination set. Mhm. Why not do that? I I mean granted you you can't compare these figures of yesteryear to today's modern takes, but I love the side I love the Autobot brothers, like right? the X-Bron always threw me off because it's like fucking his legs are like two giant rear ends of his car mode, right? Mm-hmm. But sideburn was it was a unique take on the character uh same thing with prowl and their super modes right just read to celebrate read the to justify redecos i'd love to see that ultra magnus mm-hmm. um get a new taste on it too and then with the with the I, engineering you're doing with combining it i think it would look great yeah
2: and i think i think you could make a better prime i still think that the rid prime itself is still a decent optimist you know like i think they did a really good job like all things considered but uh 100% like go ahead and uh and uh, remake it with modern stuff. You definitely could do that. Yeah. So.
1: You know, stop letting people make these god awful fan modes of merging Generation 1 Optimus Prime with fucking Scott with Jetfire and and do a Jetfire from Armada with Armada Optimus Prime. Can you imagine what they could do with like the shirts and, and pants gimmick they had for what was it, Energon?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: you know. Well,
2: and and the shirts and pants thing—if I was—if I was correct with Energon, didn't they, didn't they turn into both? They could be like a shirt or pants, basically. That's yeah, they were. Yeah, like I mean, if you want to and you want to make it really good, just make them turn into one and the other. You know, like yeah. that's fine too.
1: I mean, God, I think the ugliest one was probably the Rodimus prime Mm -hmm. because the fists when he was a shirt were just like part of his leg assembly Mm -hmm. and you could just make out like the index and the thumb because they were you know it was a closed fist and the only good way he looked good was when he was with mirage
0: yeah
1: as legs um you know uh, and and even back then, like I, I'd love to see, I'd love to see landfill get a new take. You know, like show me what you could do with four robots that combine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You yeah, know, like I, I sh- think,
2: show I me think that. so too. I think landfill himself was actually a decent combiner that was like kind of compromised by his, uh, um, like the way you combined him, right? Like, yeah, wasn't it that you took the three of them and you connected them by like a triangle in the middle and then. The fourth one just kind of like bolted onto the center, like plugged onto the center somehow.
1: Well, I never owned them, so I wouldn't know.
2: something like that. I don't know. It was
1: close. The closest I came was I bought a a R.I.D. Grimlock Mm -hmm. off eBay over 10 years ago. That was was back when I what I call my character phases, right? Where I'd be like, I'm going to buy every iteration of this guy, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to go on my shelf. I'm going to have a shelf dedicated to just this guy. And that was Grimlock, right? Yeah, like I had the G one Grimlock. Well, it was a KO, right? Because I wasn't paying fucking seventy bucks for a tarnished up Grimlock okay. when I can pay I, I thirty. I have.
2: I think my Snarl is it Snarl the Stegosaurus. Yeah. Sure. Uh, snarl and my Swoop are KOs because like finding a Swoop without a broken beak. Beak. Yeah. Impossible. And finding a. Uh, uh, a snarl that was not completely like destroyed on his his uh spines his plates on the back also uh difficult to do so yeah I would at the height, that high quality g1 ko which like is almost indistinguishable from the original g1 and uh, I would at, do it again if I want at to the height Dinobots, of their I'd popularity
1: ko remember
0: mm-hmm.
1: them I bought all five dino bots for about ninety bucks. And then I thought I got scammed, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then after a month, they showed up on my door. Mm-hmm. And they were such good quality. I yeah. mean, these motherfuckers made a re- redid the boxes and yep. all. I was like, Yep, exactly. Oh, man, those, this are, dope. those are the
2: KOs I have to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, and I was like, these are fucking fly, right? And yeah. then it would be disappointing because like, I'd have a Grimlock and he's just as tall as Generation 1 Def- Menasaur. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh,
2: I've I've actually wondered why, you know, there haven't been more of those, like, really ultra high quality KOs like that. Like, I think there's a market out there, like, if someone, like, reproduced the train bots in that, like, high quality and stuff like that, like, people would buy it.
1: 100% people would buy it. Definitely. Definitely, there there is a market out there for them. There's guys now, like uh, I left a few groups, but there was a, there were there were a few groups where people only collect exclusively the KOs mm-hmm. because they're 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 the better financial alternative. But that's always been the case with a KO. Also, it was the case with KOs is you get what you paid for in some cases.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I bought my fair share of uh, classic seekers, the Ghost Sky Warp, the Ghost Thundercracker. Right. Um, I got my first Ramjet as a KO. Except he was, I think he was Red?
0: hmm
1: Again, uh, KOToys.com. Now mm-hmm. he's probably available on SirToys, right? But that was yeah. back when they were having, they had some weird fucking out of left field now. Like, Sir Toys now has like, you know, hey, you could buy like this oversized deluxe jazz. Instead of five inches, he's like nine inches tall. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, some absurd, obscure scale on some of the most, like... Or they have, like, a four-inch, um, a six-inch tall Generation 1 Bumblebee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And people are buying it. Because it's, hey, man, it's what I had as a kid, but bigger.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? I don't know if the, the engineering is like, but, yeah. I think the only thing left over is, like, Generation 1 combiner sets that are KO'd and gift packs and shit like that. And,
0: yeah. you
1: know... um Yeah, those man, remember that? Those were the days, dude. Yeah, those were the fucking days. But I I think we should, uh, we think we should wrap it up. I think so. It was a good show, so it was a good show.
2: But that's 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 a good show.
1: Talk some Transformers, gave you some Steven Seagal stories. Uh, how about I give you a couple of Steven Seagal facts? All right, Mm -hmm. I mentioned this earlier when he got choked out. Um, this is from the things.com 20 facts about Steven Seagal that fans choose to ignore. Um, Seagal had been... This is number 17. I'm going to give these these guys two... I'm going to give you listeners two of them. Let me know what you think. If you want me to go more in-depth into these stories and all that stuff, let me know. I'd be more than happy to do a little homework on my time off. Uh, Seagal had been training in Aikido since he was 13, and while some would say that Aikido is not the most practical martial art, it has certainly made Seagull confident in himself. Gene LaBelle, this is who I was talking about, a judo player, friend of Bruce Lee, and one of the original founders of MMA, was challenged by Seagull, who said that he could not be choked out. LaBelle took Seagull's challenge and put him in a hold. So then Seagal gave LaBelle a low blow. It was ineffective at stopping LaBelle, who choked Seagull unconscious and also soiled himself. <laughs> Yeah, Number 16, the way he runs. All right, so this one, according to thethings.com, this one is a little petty. Okay, it's very petty, but it's way too funny to not least get a mention here. Segal has been in a lot of action movies, and in the action scenes, he usually does well due to his martial arts background. Where he struggles is in transitions. When he is on a foot chase scene, he runs in a way that doesn't much doesn't match the macho image he portrays. So, like, think of Zack Snyder's The Flash at the end of Justice League when he's racing Superman, right? And he's, like, flailing his arms because he's going super fast. But now think of these arms tucked in and, like, in that running position. And and sometimes they get flimsy. So they'll, like, do circles while he's running forward. It's, it's fucking hilarious. There we go. He said he fought the Yakuza. I'm, I'm going to give you guys two more as a bonus, okay? Um now, we're getting some downright weird and downright untrue things that Steven Seagal has said over his long career. One of the famous ones is that he stated that while in Japan, he had an all-out battle with the Yakuza with some help from the Irish mob. Mm. Yeah. Uh. There you go. Here's one I mentioned earlier. Uh, st- he stated that he trained with the Aikido's founder. Well, apparently that's a lie. He never trained with the Aikido's founder. Steven's one true love is. In life is the martial art of Aikido. As mentioned in earlier entries, Segol has a practitioner of the art since he was 13 and has stated that he received a sponsorship to live and train in Japan with the arts founder, Morihai Yushibeshi. Yushiba. Sorry. The problem is Yushiba died in 1969, meaning Segal would have been a younger teenager living alone in Japan, missing school in the process. Oh, here's the one where he assaulted John Leguizamo. Apparently, Steve Seagal likes to make his presence known on the sets of the film that he's on. On the Southern 1996 film Executive Decision, Steve Seagal announced that he was in charge of the set. I'm in charge. Steve Seagal. This caused co-star John Leguizamo to roar in laughter, which apparently bothered Seagal enough to go up to the man and punch him in the chest. So it wasn't a joke, he punched him in the chest, apparently. And finally, the last one here, his harassment history. On top of being a compulsive liar, Steven Seagal is also a confirmed creep in Hollywood landscapes. Seagal has been reported to to have harassed fellow celebrities like Jenny McCarthy, who said that she was asked by Steven Seagal to strip for a role. Remember when I told you that? Mm -hmm. There is also a case where Seagal walked into a female co-star's trailer and watched her brush her teeth before making sexual innuendos to her. That's the tip of the iceberg. He's been, like I said, he's been abusive. Uh, here's one. This is going to be the final one that we'll call this a day. Um, <clears throat> actually, there's two more. This one and one more. On April 12, 2010, 23-year-old Caden Nugent filed a lawsuit against Seagull in the Los Angeles County Superior Court requesting more than $1 million in damages. In her suit, Nguyen applied, um, New Ngu- Nguyen. Yeah, Nguyen. That's how you say it. Sorry, guys. Nguyen alleged Steven Seagal engaged in sexual harassment, the illegal trafficking of females, two of which he stated was to keep on set for certain favors. On July 14, 2010, three months after Nguyen filed her suit, she withdrew her claim without explanation. So she was basically pretty much intimidated. And the last one, what Steven Seagal calls female reporters. Steven Seagal does not like it when he gets interviewed by women. Steven Seagal Seagal said that, well, I find that interestingly enough, the few times I've had a hard time is usually with women. And later following up by saying they're all a bunch of fucking dirty, went, there's a W with asterisks. I don't know what that word's supposed to be. Yeah, well, that's it. Very nice. Oh, wait, one more. One more. Because I remember I told you he was very married in Japan. Mm-hmm. When Stephen moved to Japan to teach Aikido, he married his gym's lead instructor, Miyaku Fu- Fujinati. The pair had two children together before Sekol moved back to the United States. During this time, he met actress and model Kelly LeBrock, with whom he began an affair that led to Fujinati granting him a divorce. Go figure. He fucking walked away from his family.
0: Mm hmm.
1: So on that note, if you want to hear more fun facts about Steven Seagal or an our outright, uh, we could do, I could do a little project here, uh, giving you a little biography, especially with the Me Too allegations. Um, hit us up on our webpage, on our email, and our email is, it's not written here. God damn it. Oh, there it is. Hailunicroncast at gmail.com. So we want to give a special shout. Yep, that's a special. We want to give a special shout out to our good friend Dustmice for providing the beats for the theme song. Check out our friends over at Realm of Collectors on Facebook. Just look up Facebook groups Realm of Collectors. Be sure to check out Rock and Wrestling. that's R O C and then the letter N Wrestling. Uh, we talk a lot about professional wrestling. Uh, the big buzz there is apparently Cody and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW, a company they helped start. So, yeah, be sure to check out T2RX6 on his YouTube channel. That's the oh, Matt no. Professor himself, our friend Deluxe Baldwin on his YouTube channel. Oh, you know, Hail Hasbro. No, uh it, Check out – yeah, you should totally check out Matt, especially uh, make him uh, make him stripped on floor time. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's normal. And check out my YouTube channel under Oscar and J-Boy, O-S-C-A-R-N-J-B-O-Y. And Robert Jujur – so what we got Yeah, he's on TV. So, yeah, until then, on behalf of me, my other friends here at All Hill Unicron, we want you to stay formatted.
2: Somewhere else?
1: Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Have a nice day. I don't care. (laughs) Good night. Good night.